your mother sucks dicks in hell. Mahatma Gandhi. Hey guys, welcome back to Disorganized, the Criminal Minds podcast with your head janitor Z. Your assistant head janitor Laura. And I'm pretty sure I'm still an intern, <laughs> Eris. <laughs> uh, this uh, week we're going to discuss our favorite and least favorite episodes of season seven of Criminal Minds. Woo! <laughs> It's a moment there, I was worried. <laughs> I do that just for you now. I love you. Frasier. Cheers. One day. One day. One day that will be the podcast. <laughs> Alright, does anybody have any that they're just like dying to jump off and be like, these were my favorites, or I hated this episode? There wasn't any that I really hated. There was definitely some that I think I fell asleep during. Yeah. Um, now, granted, I did. I miscalculated my time. Mm. I, I'm not. Time is my nemesis and I'm not good at math. So I was like, I have plenty of time to finish up this season. And then it hit like Friday. Mm. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, we're recording tomorrow and I have work. So, um, but, but yeah, there was, well, there, the tornado one was kind of mm-hmm. iffy. There's no place like home. Episode seven. Yeah. Yes. yes I no, I'm kind of like whatever. Think I checked out of that one. I gave yeah. that one two stars. I, as much as I'm pretty sure I did doze off real fast during the middle, I think I ended up liking that Heathridge Manor. Matthew Gray Googler directs that one. <gasps> okay. Yeah, just, I, well, I'm in it for a good, like, ritualized murder religion. <laughs> like, I see Satan. So I guess I'm just I'm just like there for the whole like weird gothic horror bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm there for yeah. Yeah, uh, that episode had me at special guest stars Juliet Landau and Robert England. Both of them, I'm like, yes, I love them. And mm-hmm. Juliet Landau got to be her weird self, mm-hmm. and I was a little disappointed that Robert England was the good guy. Like, I needed him to be, yeah. like, secretly the devil at the end or something. Right. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. that would have been much better to, like, pull out him with... Because, like, the devil does show up at the mm-hmm. very, very end. And yeah, if they just yeah. sort of, like, showed his face for one second before they made him disappear, like she was talking to nobody, that would have been really rad. So sometimes the episodes that I like are because of, like, the character background elements. Mm-hmm. And some of the episodes are, like, because, like, the mystery was neat. Mm-hmm. I really like the one where they're at the military academy. That one is such a good one. I like, think I rated that one five stars. Like, because that, that one was just very neat in the whole, especially, like, the the, base, the whole comeuppance for that. Like, the, the kid just, like, getting back at the military academy. That is a fucking cult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? It's a fulfilling prophecy, episode nine. Yeah. yeah I rated it five. Yeah, that that, was really good. So good. Um, I really liked the depth to this episode. It made me more than once think, I wish this was a book so that I could read more in depth into what these, like, characters are going through. Like, what they're, like, minor. Because, like, I don't know if you guys know this, but I got diagnosed with autism recently. (laughs) Really? (laughs) The devil you say! I stole it from you, Mac. (laughs) So... So when I watch television and, like, interact with people and stuff, there are things that I miss that I don't miss in books. Uh-huh, but I found right. myself, like, with this episode and then the unsub and, or unknown subject and hope, I was like, I wish these were books so yeah. that I could, like, read more, like, get more from right. this episode than what I know I'm, like, I'm what I'm missing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think for me overall, this season was kind of meh. Like, mm-hmm. some of the episodes really started to, like, bleed together into, mm-hmm. like, just a like average yeah. episodes mm-hmm. so I, it, there wasn't bad, anything that i was just like oh my god i hate this but everything was just kind of 
just kind of meh for me. There's a few that stood out to me, but yeah, like there's no place like home. I was flat out very checked out, I think, in that one. That's the one where they misspelled Oklahoma mm-hmm. on Oklahoma. one of Garcia's. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's interesting. I also, the fastest way to, <laughs> to take me out of an episode. So like episode two, Proof, takes place in Enid, Oklahoma, or Durant, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm, yep. And I just like literally I wrote LOL at Durant having a wheelchair accessible bus system and yep. a black female detective. Yes. Um, so I'm like. Yo, I was like, bus stops? This is in Oklahoma. <laughs> This we don't a- have public transportation at all. And Durant's not that big a place. Yeah. So, yeah. That's yeah. that's a quick way to take me out of uh, an episode is yeah. to make it not look anything at all like where it's supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, if you were like, <laughs> it's Tulsa and they're at TU, I would have been like, mm, yeah. that's okay, weird location set for Tulsa, but I would have been like, yeah, I guess we have like two bus stops. Okay. <laughs> you could have set it somewhere in Oklahoma City and it would have made right. slightly right. more sense. Mm-hmm. Instead they picked like, what if we did this small town? Small towns have people, right? No. No, they don't. That's why they're small. <laughs> <laughs> you can check the population counts. There's no commas there. Yeah. So I think, I guess we're, we're starting with our least favorite. So <laughs> most of the episode was just sort of eh, for me. Yeah. Or a season. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like this season had like a handful of really good yes. ones, mm-hmm. but they were all kind of lumped around the same spot. So it felt like a really opened and closed kind of bland. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I still felt like it was better than season six. Season six was very bland. Well, I think I felt there's anyways. so many not... First of all, JJ's not there, and then Emily Prentice decides to leave, and that's the whole issue with season six. I feel like I my girls like, aren't there. My girls. <laughs> even, well, even for some of the, um, not to like discuss an old season on this season, but some of the episodes were just kind of lackluster too. They were just sure. they were, like they weren't bad. They just weren't like I think the majority of season th- six I rated three stars. Yeah. So, but this one um, I rated painless episode four, the school shooting one, four stars. Okay. Um, from Childhood's Hour, um, five stars. Uh, that's the one with the nine one one operator, and then Rossi's okay. wife asks if he'll help her commit suicide. Yeah. This season had a lot of suicide stuff in it, which it was really, really rough, and I totally yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. Um, and then epilogue, I rated four, which is the one where the the guy's father buries him alive, and then he drowns and re, re- resuscitates see, people. I see, all of those were on that very one. yeah. Me too. What? I checked out like, on that one. That would if I had a star rating system, that would probably be like a one or two stars for me. I what? Was, I was so not interested in that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just I think it was the Rossi aspects of it really oh, got yeah, me. Rossi no, like. Yeah. And that may be part of it is some of these, like, I didn't care too much for the plot of what was going on, but they're, like you said, the character moments right. are actually things that I like. Mm. So, like, um, in Painless, I actually didn't like that episode at all. The, yeah. like, because it was like the bombing and they come back and do it all over again and we're just going to kill everyone else. Yeah. Um, so that was just weird. But, like, I do like, there's like a brief moment in there where Reed deduces that JJ was a mean girl in high school. Mm-hmm. And we learned that Reed was a basketball coach. Yes. 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 I, that alone, I could watch, and, and I, like, we, get more, we get more yeah. of Reed and JJ as time goes on, yeah. and so it's like, I, I could watch those two just play off of each other for a little while. Yeah, so. and I can't remember, oh god, which episode was it was, with that Reed and Morgan were 
fighting. That episode. That episode. It was that one where they're like, Morgan yeah, no, gives his num- reads number to yes. the press and then he yes. really fucks yes. with his devices. And be like, listen to the dulcet sounds of me screaming in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> See, that stuff was great. I, yeah. I appreciate that. A but like plus. the whole bomb plot, I was just like. Eh. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Um, there was uh, another episode that I really liked. A um, little less so on the plot, although it was interesting, and I do love me some serial killers in love. Um, but the, um, oh my goodness, it's the Zodiac Killer one. Oh, yes. Yeah. True Genius? True Genius. Yes. Yeah, where it was, and, and that one, like, I had a I slightly like out-of-body experience watching that episode, because, like, I've been working with Sherlock Holmes in my personal life. Like, I've been reading them over again and stuff. Like, I have a secret project. But, um, and then I was watching that episode. So I already had that Sherlock Holmes thing sitting in the back of my mind. Then I watched this episode and I was like, fuck! Read it, Sherlock! <laughs> Boy genius! He's, ah! And then I was like, that's Moriarty! And then I basically, like, had to rewind half of the episode because I, like, spent four minutes squeeing to myself. I missed, like, major key plot points. <laughs> but yeah, I did, like, the, like, read a Racing the uh, the glass board, but the mm-hmm. whiteboard, and then sitting on the desk, cross-legged, and staring at a completely clear window. <laughs> and he's like, "I have to go multi-dimensional." And I was like, "Listen, Holmes." <laughs> I like, and I I feel like I like how Emily is Watson because she walks over and he's like, he's all like, "Am I actually using my life to my full?" I don't know why he's a damsel in distress. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, I'm "Like, am I using my life to my full potential?" And she's just sort of like, huh, you spelled this wrong, motherfucker. <laughs> and just like goading him into it. Emily really shined this season. I feel like with her character development and the way yes. that she was interacting with other characters and like the one-on-one moments she had. I just, Emily. I, I was saying that Emily called her out for lying to her therapist. Yeah. He's looking over the notes, which first of all, why does her boss have her therapy notes? But whatever. Because it was uh, I, I, work order. I get that. It's a little weird for me, but yeah. For comedy's sake, he's like, oh, so you've started a great new relationship with a man named Sergio, and, and like, you've yep. re- reconciled with your mother. And she's like, I totally plan on doing that. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I am reconciling with my mother, and also Sergio is the perfect man. Yeah, right. He doesn't hug the covers, and he looks in a box. So I'm like, girl, I feel you. Also, yeah, so... Now that we're on the Emily Prentice train. Which like, I don't even we'll know what up. episode that is, but I just remember that scene so clearly. It was one where she ends up having a bad day. Yeah, mm-hmm. by the end of it. But again, it's the Piano I only, Man one. It's what yes, the it's Piano, Piano Man. Man. It's, oh. it's called Unknown Subject, yes, which, yes. first of all... Okay, first, I like that episode. Piano Man is... It's That's not called Piano Man. I call it Piano Man. It's not called <laughs> Piano Man. It's called Unknown Subject. But we yeah, took but, a week off in the writing of episode titles for this shit, one. Shit, for real. <laughs> and, like, that one is such a good one, and... Listen, I have so much to say about that. Keep, keep, keep talking about what you're talking about. Uh, there, There is an episode where it's I, it's right around there because it's it's as Rossi is reconnecting with his wife. Mm-hmm. So I actually think it's like the painless one maybe or something mm-hmm. like that. It's it's one of the earlier ones. Um, and Emily is such a good like lesbian bro. Like it's like Rossi's like, ah, uh, and, and she's just like, all right, tell me what's going on. I don't know. Not a lot of people get second chances. I think you should go for it. Like, and he's just like, ah, I'm so excited. And she's just like, girl, get it. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> just that dynamic right there of just Rossi and Prentice. Mm-hmm. So Their good. relationship is it, where she ends up at and like the role that he plays in her arc. It, he, it, 
They're just so cute. I'm going to jump to the very end of the season with Mm -hmm. the whole wedding scene Mm -hmm. and the dancing. Mm -hmm. First of all, I really appreciate how very little of JJ and Will we saw, which is weird because it was their fucking wedding, but it was mostly a goodbye dance for Emily Mm because you get to see her with every character. And I. Reed is the one that pulls her in onto the dance floor. I I started legit crying. When she was dancing with Rossi. Oh, yeah. I was just like, oh. The way she gets real sober when she's dancing with Aaron. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. just like, awkward. Well, because, awkward. well, and the day before he had been like, no, that was at the same, never mind. Yeah. That was at the same party. He was like, we'll talk tomorrow. Right, right. So, but I think, I think, she, you know, she's sitting there like, like, this is like, this is the last of the fun that I'm going to have potentially. And Right. <sighs> Yeah, but yeah, like Rossi is like it was like a daddy daughter dance yeah. there, and I was like, that's that's when I started tearing up and crying, <laughs> which I did at work because I was running really late because again, time is my nemesis and I can't do math. <laughs> nice, yeah, you know, yeah, I didn't and I didn't care too. I mean, the first, the very first episode, it takes a village was okay yeah. for me. I didn't care too much about it, but I loved a few of those character moments. Like, mm-hmm. my favorite is, like, they're kind of just circling the wagons, and they're defending everything that's going on, and, like, um, but my, I, I, this is the only quote I wrote down from the season, where they're interrogating Reed, and Reed's like, this is calm. And it's, and it's doctor. doctor. Listen, the, ed- <laughs> the edits that are on TikTok, the thirst trap edits, <laughs> going, this is calm, and it's doctor. Like, ah! <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, d- mm. <laughs> I think Yeah, I felt some kind of way. I actually felt mostly some kind of way with Emily Prentice going like, listen, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like, be like, this is the best team and only they could have done this. They took down four of the top terrorists <laughs> on Interpol's most wanted list. Yeah. The fuck are you talking right. about? <laughs> well, and we got to see, like, last season was largely Reed kind mm-hmm. of coming into his own. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah growing a whole bunch and getting to see a little bit of continuation of that. He wasn't quite like the main character of the season, mm-hmm. but like Emily his almost moments was. are still great. Yeah. I yeah. mean it starts off hard with Emily and it ends with right. Emily. I mean, you know what I'm gonna be honest, I wasn't a big fan of It Takes a Village. I felt yeah. like the Lauren thing was if I'm not mistaken, three or four episodes. And it's a long arc and it's very intense and you know it didn't feel, this didn't feel cathartic enough yeah. for what yeah. they had built up. Exactly. Yeah, I was very <laughs> disappointed. Yeah. I wish this would have been a two-parter, <laughs> and this episode would have been the second part. Okay. And yeah. I wish they would have rearranged some of the stuff a little differently. Because I did like, it, I did like them fast. being in, yeah. Yeah. Very. I did feel like I liked them doing, like, the interrogation or whatever, and, like, cause especially Reed's, um, this is calm and it's doctor. It's just so iconic. And, like, I love a lot of those moments, but I it felt rushed. But the rest of it, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. And if that was like a two parter, because the final episode is a two parter, it mm-hmm. would have been great like, little bookends. Yeah, from them. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then I could take out the Oklahoma episode because we clearly didn't need it. We didn't. <laughs> yeah, no. there, there were three. There were three. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Well, actually, actually, there, there were no. two and a half. The tornado one took. The guy was from Oklahoma, but it took he place, took place, place in Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. Land of like I was about to say, chasing the- a tornado to some place, and afterwards there just happens to be a tornado shelter right there that everybody can fit into. Mm-hmm. But right. they didn't struggle to open in that way. Right. I don't know. No, I've never no. been in a storm like, shelter. Like, <laughs> that tornado was way too close. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh no. 
this isn't how that works. You guys are all just calmly walking into this convenient tornado shelter. Yeah, and they all they all watched him. They all watched him walk into the storm, and then they're like, "All right, now that that's done, it's time to go." Also, like, how is that? Okay, listen, how is that tornado shelter not filled with stuff? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know any family in the Midwest that doesn't actually have a bunch of storage. It's got like the car seat from the baby who is now eighteen and graduating. You're gonna you're gonna give away to somebody. Somebody. He's gonna need it. Yeah. It's a 20 year old car seat. Obviously, it's so good. But it's never been in a wreck, so. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I'm like, how is that? Like, a random storage. Like, it's not filled with stuff. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Anyways, we're up on our commercial break. We went over a little bit. Let's go ahead and hit our commercial, and then we'll come back and finish this discussion. Uh, commercial. Now it's time for Z's Reedsplain, and it's with Z. We Me! Take- Um, yeah. So the origin of the phrase go big or go home, which we hear um, in an episode uh, where Beth, I guess, is saying it to Hotchner, was Mm -hmm. pointed out to me. I totally forgot about that. But anyways, the phrase was popularized by a sales slogan in the 1990s. A motorcycle parts company in Southern California used the term um, on their packaging for some oversized Harley Davidson pipes. But an earlier usage of the phrase date back to the early 1900s. Um, in Zora Neale's collection of essays, You Don't Know Us Negroes, where she says, go hard or go home. Huh. Interesting. So, yeah. And okay. that's Reedsplaining with Z. Yeah. You sang your own outro. I do. <laughs> I do every time. And I don't know why. <laughs> like, I just, I'm not going to wait for you guys. <laughs> so I'm busy. I'm on a schedule. <laughs> If you enjoy the show, you might also enjoy our other shows on PartyApocalypse.com as the myth turns the fourth wall infundables in their entirety. You can also stream new episodes of Cabin in the Woods with friends of the show Donna Kenzie and producer Mac Boyle. Hey, Mac Boyle. <laughs> and the holodeck is broken. Also with producer Mac Boyle. Hey, Mac Boyle. Okay. Back to the episode. <laughs> Emily Prentice. I could talk about her for the rest of this episode. Yeah, let's do that in the part two, okay. I think, because okay. I... Ah, I think we haven't even really gotten into, like, favorite episodes. Yeah, we've yeah, only really talked true. about least favorite. <laughs> I talked about some of my favorites. Okay. <laughs> but I'm the newbie here. I've only seen these once. Yeah. <laughs> I really like Hope. Hope is one that I rated five stars. So good. And, well, like, it is pretty good, yeah. that actor, I've seen him in other things, and he just always plays like real like characters that like seem very kind and then you get to know the character and you're like oh you're a bad guy he's the guy from heroes right Uh uh-huh yeah yeah she's like the pre-breaking bad brian cranston Hmm. i hated breaking bad I but Brian Cranston was like America's dad, and then he was in Breaking Bad, and then it was like, oh, America's drug dealer, <laughs> <laughs> who also looks like a suburban dad. Yeah. Nope. Um, self-fulfilling prophecy was a really good one, which is the military yes. one. Hit. Oh my! The kids salute at the very end when Carmen mm-hmm. is getting arrested. I'm just like, mm-hmm. that is some peak humor right there. <laughs> good for you, kid. I really liked Unknown Subject. Um, the Emily feels in that one is... Yeah. And, like, she told Hot she was having a bad day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And I feel like that's a big step for her. Mm-hmm. And that one is, like, that one was hard for me to wrestle with because, like, the the victim... I mean, she, she arrests the guy and then the victim is, like... But yours you, is dead. Like, yours died. Maybe not by your hand, but you don't have to live with that monster anymore. Mm-hmm. I 
Jew. Mm-hmm. And there's like, there's no guarantee that he is going to go away for life. Yeah. Like, I mean, Emily definitely, she was like, hey, he's going to go to prison. Be like, can you guarantee that? And she was like, I mean, like, she didn't yeah. say no, but like, yeah. But yeah, but you could see it on her face that she was like, no, I can't. Like, yeah, because like, we don't do well with that, like, mm-hmm. as a country and a society. The system isn't broken. It's working exactly as it's supposed to, but yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a rough one, mm-hmm. um, but it's good. Uh, yeah. I also really liked I Love You, Tommy Brown Foundation. Oh. I, yeah. You didn't like I Love no. You, Tommy Brown? No, Why? I you thought mean? it was... You guys are just hating on all of my favorite episodes. <laughs> no, I didn't mean... To, I just was like, oh, it's a dangerous... Oh, she's crazy. Okay, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Like, I, I get a little... I, I just get squicked out whenever it's like, you know, lady with a 15-year-old boy. And it's like, yeah. 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 I'm like, man, all of you are stupid. <laughs> I liked Reed saying in that episode, he was like, um, she probably was let out because she's pretty, which is true. (laughs) Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have a, uh, I have a hard time with that episode because it's also the one where Kevin once proposed to Penelope, Penelope. right? And so I, because I literally wrote in here, I was like, I have a really hard time relating to anything that's happening in this episode. I have a hard time relating to wanting to be a mother, and I have a hard time relating to not wanting to get married. So I'm like, <laughs> Why? Yeah. so I, none of my motivations are the same. And so yeah. I was very disappointed in Garcia in this moment, yeah. and just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, you, yeah that's, what, you didn't want them to get married? Or you I wanted, did. You wanted them to get yeah, married? Yeah, like, I... Hmm. I don't under, mm, I just, I have a hard time with that. I, I don't want things to change and getting married means things are going to change. But that, so breaking up's not a change? Like what, what are right. you, you just torpedoed your own relationship right here. Yeah. Yeah. But I, mean, I don't know. I like, think what Garcia told Morgan was the more accurate representation. Yes. Which is like, I'm afraid if it's like, I don't want to let yet another person in. Because they can get taken away from me, kind of yes. thing, and I think that was, and then she that told, was the better thing. But yeah. like, why she can't lied you tell him. him that? No, like yeah, it's, yeah. it's the it's that sitcom drama trope where the characters just aren't communicating, yeah. and, and it gets trope. weird. But if I'm like, I can the get miscommunication on my happened bus. five minutes after the real communication. So like, right. what's going on here? Mm. If I can get on my Tumblr bus for just a second, <laughs> 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 we're gonna go off roading for just just a wee, just a wee in a bus in a bus. <laughs> That is symbolic of how Garcia is way more emotionally open with Derek than she is Kevin. Mm -hmm. She lies to Kevin kind of frequently and also hacks into his stuff. Like, this is not the first time she's hacked into his computer. She hacks into America's computer. (laughs) It's it's her love language. language. (laughs) However, but like... She she has a tendency to not communicate or talk with Kevin mm. about the real stuff. She'll tell him everything on the surface level, but like when it gets down to the marshmallow center of her, she's like, no, that's for Morgan. And therefore on my Tumblr bus, I would like to propose the fact that it's actually Garcia and Morgan is a much stronger relationship. Oh, they have a very healthy relationship yeah. without the sex. <laughs> right, yeah. And I was like, you know, I actually think it could survive adding sex to it if they were both into yeah. that because it's like they already have the really like deep emotional connection and Kevin, like for whatever reason, Garcia can't with Kevin. And I mean, that's 
It's sad. But at the same time, like, she clearly doesn't trust him in that way. Mm -hmm. She may trust him with, like, her body, but she doesn't really trust him with her heart. I, you know what? From the get-go, it always seemed to me like, this is such part two discussion. (laughs) We usually do um, least favorite and least favorites. (laughs) We're disorganized, (laughs) obviously. Obviously, Yeah, 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 this true. We we can come back to that. Yes, true. We're hiding the body first and then we'll do the murder. (laughs) What happened in one of these episodes? Yeah! <laughs> back to drown a bunch of people. <laughs> From the get-go, it didn't ever seem to me like Kevin and Penelope, even in my first watch through, like, uh-huh. it didn't ever seem like it was a real serious thing. Yeah. And I almost want to say that that's a little bit because of, um, oh my god, I can't remember his name. The guy that shot her in, like, oh, season yeah, two yeah, or three. Yeah. I think it was season two. Um, uh, she... When she met him, she was so ready to just be like, like, this is shiny, knight in shining armor or whatever. Like, let me, like, jump off both feet, for like, feet first into this. Right. Um, and then she got fucking shot. <laughs> so yeah. when she got with Kevin, I, from the get-go, was always like, oh, this is, like, just a flirtation thing. It's just a fun thing. Mm. Like, Penelope's not ready to settle down. But yeah. as their relationship went on, I did, as a kid anyways, was like, okay, I want them to get together. Uh-huh. But on this most recent watch through, I think there has, there wasn't, for I don't think for Penelope it was ever get married on the table for her. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just don't, I don't know she, that she's not that kind of person maybe, but like. I think she actually wants the white knight. Not the white knight and the like, I'm going to get rescued, but like, her conversation with Derek in that first started that arc of mm-hmm. her getting shot is this does not happen to girls like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that is the most true statement she has said about romantic relationships ever. Yeah. Is that, like, she was so excited about, like, holy shit, the hot guy asked yep. me out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, like, in a way, like, and then she gets shot and all that kind of stuff. And I think, and she's uh, very scared and everything. And then she meets Kevin and Kevin is, like, something that society tells her is her type. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Kevin is actually like, she, I mean, he's fine. She obviously can have a very fine romantic relationship with him and a sexual relationship with him. But like, in a way, I think that was Penelope settling because she's like, all right, universe, I get it. I don't get guys like Derek. That's why I think it's Penelope and Derek. <laughs> I am just, I'm riding that Penelope and Derek train so hard. I'm like, listen, get your shit together and just make beautiful babies. Come on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> episode where Derek is like taking a shower in her apartment yeah she freaks out because she's like i don't want to ruin this like she doesn't want that you ship it she doesn't want it (laughs) she freaked out because she thought she had sex with Derek and she can't remember no she was freaking out because she didn't want to fuck up their relationship she even says that's that's where i feel yeah yeah that's what she said That Are look you calling on, Penelope Garcia a liar? That look on her face was, I had sex with this man and I can't remember a single minute of it. And oh God. Like, yes, the relationship part of it is melted <laughs> in. But that that was a look of, I banged him and I can't remember it. We have uh, to allow for the possibility he's got a teeny peeny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that might actually, she's like, I don't feel anything. Like, fuck. <laughs> like, there's no, what? Uh, no, the the look of I like I interpreted that look before. on her face when she wakes up and realizes that something's weird going on. Yeah, it's not. Oh my god, why can't I remember what could have been the best sex of my life? It was. 
oh no, I fucked it up. <laughs> like, this was the best thing in my life and I just fucked it up. Yeah. I was also getting kind of like, oh, how do we address the fact that I can't remember and I was probably out of my mind and did Derek sleep with me while I was clearly inebriated because that's changing my reflection of who he is as a person? There's a little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. Change mine. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't do that and so, and she's panicking See, about other people all in the room are like, questioning everything. <laughs> I, I let people leave in Derek. That doesn't mean that everybody else does. I don't think. Okay, here's here's what, here here. I think Derek probably had. We we saw in the early seasons he was definitely fuckboy phase. It yeah. seems like he's matured out of that a lot. I don't think he would do it now. In the context of the podcast, I am the HR representative at, at BAU. Now I'm not supposed to share this with the uh, with, 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 with the janitors, but. This is his uh, complaint file. <laughs> That's an episode later. <laughs> it is. So okay, so I so he's battling Rossi for like the most sexually <laughs> harassing. Yeah, they have the David Rossi. Like we have uh, the the training and HR seminars that you have to take because of Rossi. And now we're adding a whole new unit called the Derek Morgan. <laughs> With the episode, is it the episode 20 where um, Derek is spiraling and Penelope's the one who is like, get yourself together. Get Mm -hmm. get, get your head out of the ass. Yeah. Yeah. No, like she's the one who has to like, you know, step in. So like their relationship. Yes. No, I am 100% against them ever having sex Mm -hmm. (laughs) because they've already got this great relationship. (laughs) Why do you think sex ruins relationships? (laughs) <laughs> like in my experience it's made them better and that's so okay like, time out let's, 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 I see like, where you're coming from okay. and it, but always no not always <laughs> yeah, no 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 like but like usually sex with a really emotional attachment makes it better sure but the emotional attachment that already exists like, th- I think this is what could actually, like, when... Guys, she- I married my best friend, so, like, I don't know. I, know, <laughs> I, know, I, know. I was like, Laura, of all people, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's the, I think, Penelope, like, when she's talking to Derek in that moment, like, you know, things don't have to change. She might honestly be a little bit talking to Derek. Yeah. Like... This should, like, I don't want this to change. This, this mm-hmm. is what it needs to be. Right. This is what, this is fulfilling both of our emotional needs right now. Uh-huh. And. I'll make it simpler. They have sex, he'll lose interest. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think at this point in time, yeah, this is not when they this can. point in time. No, his whole life. That's his existence. I know this guy. Okay. <laughs> Listen, you know this guy, right? Oh, I know yeah. this guy. I stalk Penelope. He stalks Derek, okay? Like, it's a tag team thing. Your man is stalking Derek Morgan. <laughs> Look, you have to keep... You should be concerned. Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. I've been this day to day, but I've seen that guy before in the real world. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Okay. I'm like, maybe he grew up. Yeah. Maybe that's what Penelope's waiting out for. She's like, this can't be sexual I, until you get your head out of your ass. I, okay, I had a friend relatively recently, like within the last like few years, um, we had a falling out, but I was like 95% sure that she had a crush on me and I didn't realize it and that's on me um, <laughs> until like we were like having our out fight out. or whatever. Yeah. 
And, um, but we used to flirt the way that Penelope and Derek flirt. And like, for me, it was a hundred percent platonic. Like every, even, even when I was like, that's my wife, I'm going to take her home. And we're like, I, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> even when it was, when it was real sexual, it was platonic for me. It was just funny. Yeah. Like, and I think, I really think that that's what just Penelope and Derek have going on. I think they just have a really yeah. similar sense of humor and they like, they just like to, to riff off of each other. I don't think there's anything like truly sexually chemical there. I think chemistry. Derek is a much better friend than he is a lover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, We've I, seen I'm not him saying... in relation, like, at least one relationship mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah. And I, yeah, no, no, no. He's he's not that good at it. So I think Penelope's got the better end of this deal. Yeah. <laughs> like, in my fanfic verse, mm-hmm. um, Penelope has a crush on him, but is playing it cool. And then Derek is just like, it's just this chick that I like to, to goof around with. And he's completely fucking oblivious. Utterly oblivious. Because like, oh yeah, she's my bro. She's my friend. And then like, doesn't see her. And then later, probably, I don't know. Because like, also remember, I haven't seen all these shows. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen all these episodes. Like, this is the most I've seen so far of Criminal Minds. So I'm thinking season 10. <laughs> season 10, <laughs> Derek grows up, becomes an actual real boy. <laughs> You gotta leave the show before we grow up. Ah! <laughs> Listen, he li- no. Hold on, hold on. Don't you slander Derek Morgan like that. He no, I will. <laughs> He's that guy at the office that's a dick. He's a dick. Yeah. He's always been a dick. He always will be a dick. He's the guy who has fuckboy tattooed like a tramp stamp. <laughs> Listen, we're not gonna talk shit about tramp stamps here because one fourth of this table has one. Okay, okay. one fourth. <laughs> show it up. <laughs> Presumption. <laughs> You're right. We haven't shown each other our lower bags. I don't know. Let me admit, at least. I feel like we all need to get transits. <laughs> well, I'm already there. I know. Yeah, yeah. You, you already checked off that box. It's all the to do. Two, two days after I turned 18, I got a transit. I feel like I relate a little bit to Morgan. So, <laughs> so some of the slander that you're throwing out there, it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> He's also a Gemini. So. <laughs> you're my bro. Derek Morgan, you're my bro. Yeah. If you encounter that energy and it's not your bro, you're just like, get the fuck out of here. It's true. It's true. Like the people, the people that have patience for me are only the people that know me well. <laughs> yeah. No, we love you. Thanks. Anyways, we're out of time for this episode. <laughs> we'll continue arguing about this. <laughs> Barbara Bush's number one nemesis, Marge Simpson, said, My brain is such a dick, it's a sausage fest up in here. Mm -hmm.